Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Wild Expansion Podcast. This is a conversation which is different than all the other ones because I am actually being interviewed by my lovely friend Chloe. So this was just a real raw honest talk about how I got into the path of like spirituality, health, fitness and yeah just things that have happened in my life to put me on the path that I'm on now. I've also been very busy the past few weeks with client work so in case you don't know I am a integrative wellness coach and I have clients and I help them to tap into their higher power and reach their full potential and that work is incredible. There is huge transformations happening in my clients and if this is something that you feel called to do to work with me to become a higher version of yourself there is an assessment that you can take on my website and the link is in the show notes wildexpansion.com and with the results of this assessment we can go over it together and discuss what is triggering you what is holding your back and how I can help you get out of your own way essentially and start living a more meaningful life in your own terms so yes after the podcast click on the link to visit my website and take the wee assessment to see how you get on. So without further ado, here is the podcast. Hello Myra, welcome to the Answer the Call podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Chloe. Oh, you're very welcome. So you help people to reach their full potential through your wild expansion coaching and you also are the host of your wild expansion podcast. That is right, Chloe, and I am so excited to be sitting here today with a like-minded person. Yes, I love, honestly, just love connecting with you and sharing um, just like-minded conversations with you as well. So I would just love to dive deep and just know about your journey and what has really led you up to this point. Certainly. So similar to yourself, it feels like, my God, it's like I'm an adolescent boy and my voice is breaking. (laughs) We're off to a good we're off to a good start. It's good, it's good. I love it, I love it. So absolute um, rawness. Can I yeah. just put a disclaimer in here? Absolute rawness, vulnerability, <laughs> um, anything goes. Yeah. We're all gonna have major fuck ups and it's all good. I love it. That's Absolutely. <laughs> so um I grew up in the countryside, so I've always loved nature. I always felt a close connection to it. I actually spent a lot of my younger years rummaging through the forests beside my grannies looking for fairies never found any but I always knew that there was a magical element I knew that there is more to this earth than meets the eye and I always had that I just knew there was something I had an inner knowing to know there's more to what we see so I loved spending time outside I came home from school every day covered in muck because I play football with the boys I would always just you know love to be feisty and playful but then the teenage years hit puberty came with that and with puberty with me came a lot of changes in my body a lot of changes in my moods and emotions and I started to think the whole world was against me I didn't like these changes that were happening I didn't accept them and instead of embracing the changes I started to feel really um, hard on myself I started to not appreciate the person I was I actually didn't like my body suit I felt disgusting in my own skin And then that led me to overeating and then just feeling disgusted in myself. And then um, I 
I wasn't my fullest version. I started to get anxiety about being seen because I didn't feel comfortable in the way I looked and felt. I felt unworthy of love. Um, and I think a lot of teenagers go through that, feeling just out of sorts and not good enough and unlovable and really unsure. So I just used to numb out by watching lots of Lizzie McGuire and That's a Raven on the TV. <laughs> Me too. And so many ice pops. <laughs> I remember one day specifically, this is like the start of it all. I was out playing soccer up the back with my brothers and sisters and cousins. And then I remember I was losing in the match. And I just remember thinking, frig this. And I went down, got about 10 ice pops out of the freezer and just ate them and watched Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> and that was the start of my downhill spiral. <laughs> you have Lizzie McGuire to thank for that. No, it was great at the time. But no, she, it's a great show. But, you know, it just led me to overeating and dealing with my emotions that way. And then I get in the school bus. Um, I would get bullied by being called oink oink here comes the pig because I was quite overweight and obviously that did nothing for my self-esteem so it was quite a dark period Chloe and um, I I knew that I didn't want to feel like this forever but I didn't want to talk about it mm-hmm. so I know you yourself you had the courage to talk to people I didn't I just went to the library down the self-help aisle and picked up a lot of books like Eckhart Tolle the power of now um, the regrets of the dying and I started to realize oh my god this life is short there's some changes I want to make so I knew this but then I went to university got you know fascinated by partying with all my friends and did all that but I was reading these books and they were telling me right you need to surround yourself with people that you're inspired by and motivated and I thought cheekers that's a good idea but I don't have anybody like that so I was like okay I'm gonna become my own inspiration and that's what I did. I just started making all these changes and it was scary and weird at the start. I just, I didn't know what was happening, but I felt good in baby steps and I started to feel a lot more happier. It hasn't been like a one moment thing. It's taken a long time. I'm still working on it, but I am happier than I ever thought I could be right now. Oh my goodness. I'm just so happy, Chloe. I I just, yeah. I can see like the radiance like coming from your face, from your aura. It's honestly, it's like lighting up the room right now. No. I love it. Yeah. And so what, um, what changes did you make then in your lifestyle? So changes I made is I, it was really, really challenging me, for me, sorry, to make changes. Mm. Really challenging because change is uncomfortable, but I, always just follow that gut instinct that was telling me what to do so I was reading these books and they were telling me make a vision board so I'd go and make a vision board and I literally became addicted to personal development material I was like a sponge to it I loved it but I remember being fearful that my family would find out the books I was reading and stuff because people in Northern Ireland don't really like to talk about their mental health and it seems you're going to get judged if you do have big dreams or think differently from everyone else but I always knew I didn't want a nine-to-five job I didn't want to be in the rat race I didn't want to go out partying every weekend I knew there's more to life I knew there's more to this and we're all part of a bigger picture and I always just knew to follow that gut instinct because it is our biggest teacher more than anyone more than society like we've all been culturally programmed we don't have to look a certain way we all know deep within us that we are enough So changes I started to make included reading lots of books that really resonated with me, um, creating vision boards, 
journaling was huge writing out all my feelings I remember thinking oh my god I'm gonna die if anyone ever reads through this because I would think I am mentally frigged up same here honestly yeah <laughs> but it's all part of the healing process exactly um I what else did I do started I went fully vegan cut out all meat and then immediately I felt so much better that was one of the most transformative things I've done Although, to be honest, Chloe, I got quite tired after a few years. Mm. Quite tired, and I knew I needed some more protein. Now, I probably wasn't eating the right kinds of food, but I started eating eggs. So I eat eggs now, as long as I know where they come from, what farmer. They've been sourced responsibly, and I eat wild fish a few times a month. So that's what I do, but I'm trying. It's working for me at the moment. Everyone's on a different journey, so that's changes I've made. Um... Also, I changed my environment of my room, so I made it be more positive, got rid of any negativity. I think cleaning your space is a great thing, so I always love to yeah, mm. keep a clear environment, lots of natural light, um, not surrounding yourself or taking part in any gossiping. I try and disassociate myself with that. If it was going on, I try and leave the room, um, spend lots of time in nature, walks in nature. And the most biggest thing for me, changing my life, is gratitude, honestly. I know some people listen are going to say, oh, I have no things to be grateful for. But we all do. The fact your heart's beating, you know, like, it's everything. That is so true. Yeah. And what would you say are three things that you're very grateful for today? Today, the fact that I have connected with you. Um, cuddling with my boyfriend this morning, yeah. which is lovely. And having the freedom in 2019 to be able to communicate your message through technology to everyone in the world that wants to listen. We have so much opportunity, Chloe, Mm. to reach, you know, millions of people. And we all have a voice and we have the ability to use it for good or bad. So just being grateful that I have the capacity to affect people with my words so I want to choose words that are going to heal and not spread fear or hate mm, I love that and you're doing a very good job of that as well I don't spreading know. the love you are you're spreading the love and the light and it's just so <laughs> inspiring to see other women doing that especially Northern Ireland as well because I feel like Northern Ireland really needs that right now mm-hmm. um so what would you say to listeners who are scared to share their voice what tips would you give them to sort of like ease them in to get comfortable with doing that the first thing you can do is just to surrender to how you truly feel let go of the mask let go of people pleasing and just be quiet turn off your phone turn off all distractions get quiet in a room and ask yourself what do i truly want what legacy do I want to leave behind? What do I want to be remembered for? Think about them things and write them out. And then just start embodying them. So say, if I lived this way, how would I start showing up differently? And it's just about embodying that fuller version of yourself. Because within us, we all have the superwoman or superman version of ourselves. But it's up to us to tap into that. And really embody it and no one is born with genetic genes that it's easier for them 
it's friggin' difficult for me and Chloe at the start as well, you know. <laughs> but you have to get through that that self sabotaging stage. Get out of your own way. Exactly. And everyone just, starts at the beginning. Everyone starts somewhere, right? And it's getting out of your head and into that heart space and just acting from there. Mm, I love that. And so for you, from moving to like your head space to your heart space, do you find like you're moving more into like a feminine sort of energy and um what does that sort of look like for you how are what are your feminine outlets sort of like for me whenever i'm feeling i'm in the heart space i want to feel like i'm more in my body so i want to all my senses heighten like the sense of smell touch sound and i want to dance and shake and be a child again because as a child we know how to have fun we know how to be love and we are in our heart space as babies. Mm. But through cultural programming, we think we have to spend all our time in our head thinking of problems that don't really exist half the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. It's all just a load of bullshit, really, isn't yeah. it? That we're making up in our heads. So 99% from, of the time. Literally. <laughs> so the heart space is just being in your body and moving about and enjoying the sensations that you get to feel in this moment. Mm. And do you ever like dance or um what are your like creative outlets would you say so chloe i heard the saying that if you go to see a shaman which is a healer the first question they ask you is when did you stop dancing that's whenever you stopped living <laughs> so for a few years whenever i was going through the shit storm in the teens <laughs> i didn't really dance maybe if i had one too many drinks but it would be not a you know enjoyable dance but now I love to dance and sing badly <laughs> and just be a big child again I think it's so important just to shake that energy all around the body one interesting fact I'm sure you remember from Tony Robbins is that we all have a lymphatic system running through our body and that drains all the toxins but if it wasn't working we would be dead within 24 to 48 hours. Mm. So the best way to drain them toxins is by shaking, by dancing or going on a trampoline. So, oh, I love it. Exactly. It's it's such a simple thing as well that it's accessible to everyone. Everyone can move their ass, you know? Literally. (laughs) Everyone can shake it. (laughs) (laughs) So there's no excuses. (laughs) Yes. And who cares if you look silly because you just have to laugh at yourself. You can't take yourself seriously. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. very true. So I would love to know, um, you told me recently that you've been getting up really early in the morning, which is so incredible. I would just love to know more about what your morning routine looks like. That is a lovely question, Chloe. <laughs> so from Tony Robbins' seminar in London, I've been really inspired to have a morning routine because he was saying how beneficial it is for him. And So I started doing it for the past two weeks and I'm already noticing huge benefits. So I like to start with putting a stopwatch on my phone on airplane mode. Don't look at your phone for 10 minutes and just focusing on your breath and just being still in the moment. Sometimes I like to visualize how I'd like my day to go in an ideal state. So I ask myself, if I'm going to show up as my superwoman self, how would they show up the day? How would they interact? What kind of foods would they eat? How would they walk? How would they talk? And then I like to put my hands on my heart and think of three things I'm grateful for. I think of three goals for the day. And then I 
like to get up and just shake it all out. <laughs> shake that ass. Really? <laughs> Do a few stretches. <laughs> and then journal, just whatever comes to my head. I think it's just really good to get things out of your head into paper so you are more in your body. And then I like to, well, I don't like to at the time go on like a jog. I, I really don't like getting out the door, but I get a podcast in my ears that motivates me and I just pump it out and I feel great after it. Mm. Now, I give myself the weekends off, but during the week I am doing it. So in the weekends, I still do the morning routine. Apart from the jog, I'll still do my journaling and meditation because I need that now to function. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same here. I feel like priming yourself for the morning is literally so effective because um, the first 20 minutes when we, we wake up, our mind is the most receptive or it's the most um, the able subconscious. to like absorb everything yeah, in the subconscious. So it is so important to be doing your most like setting yourself up for success essentially absolutely right so all of these things how how much of a difference does it make to your day oh it's it changes the whole day honestly Mm. it changes everything and I'm not to say that lightly I fully mean that like I'm a different person if I don't do it I'm not my fullest version I'm less productive in work I have less energy I just have no motivation yeah and I'm more likely to eat rubbish food and spend more time on my phone mm. so it's everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um you are the podcast host of the wild expansion podcast That's i love right. it thank um, you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so funny <laughs> so i would love to know because you have sort of said this to me previously that you're a very curious person Mm. and I would love to know why you started up that podcast and like have you always been curious and how has that sort of um increased in your life over time yeah so one thing that's really increases my curiosity is I've always followed my gut instinct no matter what so I was saying if it means if it makes no logical sense I'm still going to do it so I I've always known I wanted to do a podcast for the past few years and just always known and I kept on thinking who am I to do it self imposter syndrome thinking we're not good enough not qualified enough but you know what action is better than no action at all I just knew I had to follow that gut instinct and anyone who's listening that has something that they want to start it is really tough for the initial few weeks just learning how to figure it out but it gets easier Like, for instance, for my first podcast episode, I probably spent a week just trying to set up the microphone and work with software. But then it's easy now, like it takes me no time. So what I'd say to anyone is go after that thing you really want to go after. The hardest part is the start. But once you get over that hurdle, honestly, it does get a lot easier. And you're going to feel like you can conquer even more and you're going to want to do more things and you're going to continue to grow so don't let anything stop you or limit your growth because you're capable of anything if your mind can hold the vision you can achieve it 100 percent. that yeah. is so true anything we can conceive within our mind literally it is 100 percent possible for us to manifest into reality yeah and it's brought nothing this podcast but amazing opportunities to connect with like-minded people just to learn more about how i can develop through learning through others 
so it's just fantastic that's beautiful and so your podcast wild expansion is also helping you to expand as well as all your listeners as well absolutely because i think as humans we're always growing nobody has anything figured out i am a student of life just like everyone else but i'm just hoping to facilitate this learning experience for the listeners as well as myself oh my goodness that is so beautiful i love that you said that because it's so true we are always students of life and honestly I don't think there's any such thing as an expert in life you know whenever people sort of like call themselves the expert of this and I just feel like it's it's kind of bullshit I'm sorry I'm gonna call it out yeah sorry but you're not god (laughs) (laughs) you know nobody's god nobody knows everything but the big man up there so (laughs) exactly so um I just feel like we are always learning, we're always in the process. And yes, we can master certain areas, mm. but we're always able to grow more within that area. Yeah. You never reach the peak where there's like a, a finishing point, you know what I mean? There's never an end destination. Would you agree with that? I think absolutely. Growth is an everlasting thing. If you think you've figured everything out, you're gonna stop listening and stop being curious. And that's what makes joy in life, being curious and learning and growing. So, you know, you have to just realize that it's all about growth, keeping your ears open and being open-minded to what the universe brings into your sphere. Exactly. I love it. And so the, the beliefs that you had previously to starting up your podcast or the negative thoughts that you were having, like, oh, who am I to do this? Or feeling like an imposter a bit of imposter syndrome in there (laughs) which everyone experiences I guarantee for anyone starting up anything new everyone has this everyone experiences this what are your beliefs now how have they changed my biggest beliefs now that I didn't believe before is that we all are so similar and we all share the exact same fears worries concerns like I think if someone as amazing as Marie Forleo was able to create her success, surely she felt the same as me and just realising the most successful people in the world have all went through the same emotions as us. Why should they be able to get a success and not us? Why should someone else live the life of their dreams and not us? We're all the same. So that's a huge one. Second belief was I need to do what society thinks I should do, like have that normal job, do the degree that my master's was in for the rest of my life no you don't have to stick to that you can branch (laughs) off and do whatever you want you can break the rules you can expand outside the box and I I used to believe that you literally had limited growth opportunity based on your degree but now I realize the world is your oyster you can create whatever opportunity you want there's nothing holding you back you are limitless (laughs) <laughs> I love it <laughs> I'm grinning over here yeah. <laughs> sliding me up oh I'm glad <laughs> um, and so yeah you told me the the last day of UPW the at the Tony Robbins event that you you know were going to quit your job so I wanted to know what was your reason behind that mm-hmm. and you know why were you inspired to do that what really just like pushed you to do that yeah so I think there's two types of people in this world half of people are strategic they're able to like take 
tiny steps, get things sorted. But I'm the type of person who dives deep into the unknown. I just jump and I learn things whenever I take the jump. I'll figure it out as I go. That's just the kind of person I am. So I'd say I'm quite brave. Um, in Tony Robbins, the penny just did drop with me that life is too short. The universe is supporting you. Follow your dreams. I knew with the podcast and yoga teacher training, I followed my gut then and I knew that the rewards came. So I know now by following my gut, quitting my job and doing what I want to do, which is coach people to unleash their full potential and expand the life of their dreams. I knew by following that calling that that's just going to happen effortlessly and easily. That is so beautiful. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. Um, And so whenever you like talk about you know going after your dreams sometimes whenever we do this there are external you know people in our lives who don't support us in Mm -hmm. doing that or you know they maybe question our beliefs or they question whether we can do it or they question the direction that we're going in what sort of um words of wisdom would you give to listeners who are also dealing with that in their lives that is sort of maybe preventing them from taking that leap of faith that you have also taken? I'd say be very conscious at choosing your company because you become one of the five people you surround yourself with and it's so true. So I know it's harder if it is family but try and isolate yourself if they are being negative for just a little bit because you have to be your own best friend We all can be our own worst enemy or our best friend and choose to be kind to yourself. And for me, if I feel like I need a little bit of extra motivation, I listen to people that inspire me in podcasts like Rachel Hollis, Mel Robbins, um, Lewis Howes. Just get someone who has created the success themselves and they get the fire in your belly going. They are the people that you need because not everyone's on the same path. And... Only take advice from people who have done the things that you want to do because how else are they going to look out for your greater good? You know, you have to really be careful at listening to people who are trying to give you advice. You can say, I respect you for your opinion, but you know, you don't have to, you don't have to listen and take it and take it on board. Exactly. You don't have to hold it close to your heart. Exactly. And live by that and live for other people or please other people. And take nothing personally. I really recommend the book The Four Agreements. Have you read it, Chloe? I haven't read it before. Oh, you must read it. I will write it down after this book. Yes. <laughs> it has four things to live by and one of them is do not take anything personally. The second one is to be immaculate with your word. So that means even your thoughts, you know, you be really, really careful and the other two I don't know if it's off in my head right now (laughs) (laughs) that's okay I love it because that just shows again we're not perfect exactly yeah (laughs) but those two are amazing anyway yeah and the book explains them a lot better than I can okay anyway but that's perfect thank you for sharing those no worries (laughs) um and so you have done an amazing job at just surrounding yourself with the most positive and inspiring people and connecting yourself with these people as well from a heart space so what would you say has really helped you to connect with like-minded people and find positive people and attract those people into your life 
Honestly, it's about being your full, unapologetic self. It's about showing up as you are and not giving a hoot what anyone's going to think of you. By being that way, people are going to be magnetised to you, the right kind of people. Because we're all different as humans. We all have a different vibration frequency. And we're attracted to people on the same wavelength as us. For instance, someone who says, oh, the weather's terrible. Another person's going to be like, oh, isn't it just awful? But they're on a low frequency together and they're going to connect. But they aren't my people. (laughs) So I'm not going to connect with everyone. You know, I'm going to say, I'm sorry, but, you know, I have no time for this conversation just because we attract in whoever is on our frequency, on our vibration. So be yourself and whoever's meant to show up will and they're going to stay about. I love that. Exactly. And so you mentioned magnetism as well, like drawing those people in like a magnet almost so it's like effortless and easy and it just flows um i would love to know what is something that you have manifested in your Mm. life (laughs) what have i manifested let me see if there's something maybe you know just one thing that has come about through weird circumstances or synchronicities so I do believe that there's lots, I believe in a lot of things. So I believe every time I see a feather, that's like one from my angel. Mm. But a few um, weeks ago, I just was needing a wee bit extra support. So both of my grandas have passed away and I was like praying for a sign, just that they're both looking after me and looking out for me. And I went downstairs in my house in Belfast, went out the front door, locked the door and I looked down and there was just two lucky pennies just sitting there. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. amazing. I love it. Did it you pick incredible. them up? Of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just things like that. I think people oh. that don't see magic or have magic don't ask for it. I'm constantly asking for signs and they, they always come. It's crazy what we're capable of. I love the quote by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are not enough. Our deepest fear that is that we are powerful beyond measure. That is such a beautiful quote. I actually, that's one of my favourite quotes is it? as well. <laughs> it is beautiful. Oh my goodness. I love how aligned we are as well. <laughs> I know. What I think is amazing, Chloe, is that I think as women, it's so important that we be each other's cheerleaders and don't bitch about each other. You know, support each other, encourage each other because it's hard work to put yourself out there because women are do have heightened emotions and are more sensitive it's so important to lift up others because by lifting up others, you lift up yourself. I love that so much, Meyer. And that's so true as well because I feel like, you know, maybe you experienced this as well, but throughout childhood, I sort of grew up where it was almost like a competitive environment. You know, even in school, you know, who could get the best grades in a job, who could, you know, hit the best targets, you know, mm. whatever it is. Yeah. It's always very competitive based. Yes. And have you experienced that as well? And what what difference have you noticed in your life as you've shifted from compet- competition to collaboration? Yeah. Um, in terms of competitiveness in school, I don't think I ever was that competitive. The teachers told my mum and dad that I my head was always out the window daydreaming. <laughs> But I think I've been naturally able just to get okay in exams and stuff. I've always done grand in school, but I've never been that competitive, I don't think. Um, but whenever it came to soccer matches and stuff in Gaelic, I'd be quite competitive. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I don't know why that's just that's just the way I was but then again going out I felt competition in terms of who could look the best in a night out mm-hmm. like who could oh they all look gorgeous I need to buy that new top shop dress otherwise I'm going to look like a pumpkin <laughs> <laughs> a pretty pumpkin <laughs> like I felt comparison with others yes um whereas now I celebrate other women and men and I think there's an abundance we should all celebrate each other there's enough to go around there's not a lack I used to have a lack mentality. Now I know that there's, you know, abundance. There's limitless. For all of us, we all can have the life of our dreams. There is infinite abundance, isn't there? And I think it's dangerous if we do start to think that there's scarcity and there is competition because the universe isn't going to work with you. It's going to backfire on you. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Whenever you think of scarcity or you focus on that, that's actually what you attract more of. So whenever you're, whenever you're focusing on scarcity or abundance, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. So you may as well focus on abundance. Literally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And your life will just be so much more amazing. And so I just love that you are always just on that level of just being so open and just heart-centered and willing to collaborate. And you just want to lift others up. I just think that's so inspiring. That makes me feel my highest self helping others like honestly that's all I want to do is to help people realize and step into their power step into their worth I just want to serve others because for me that brings me the most joy and fulfillment you know it's not about anyone climbing a pyramid no it's about us all lifting up each other asking each other how can I help you how can I support you them questions for me give me the most joy all I want to do is help and support as much people as I can that is so beautiful, Myra. I'm going to ask you one more question. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so what message would you like to share with the world? If I could share one message with the world, it would be take the time to focus on your breath each day with no distractions. Get out of your head and into your heart. Ask yourself the questions. What does my heart want me to do? How can I show up and shine as the best version of myself? What is my legacy? What actions can I do today to follow my legacy? Oh my goodness. I just felt a wave of like calmness and stillness just like wash over me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for that. That was so beautiful. So beautifully put. Thank you, Chloe. Um, So thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. If people want to find out more about um, how they can connect with you or more about how they can coach with you, where can they find you? So I'm at the minute rebranding from Mayor Patricia to Wild Expansion. So I will send you all the details and you can put them in the show notes. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for speaking with me today, Myra, and love and light to you. Thank you so much for listening to that podcast chat. I hope that you have enjoyed it. And if you have any feedback or if you would like to share with me any takeaways from the podcast, you can do so over on the Wild Expansion Facebook page. If you are interested in taking the life balance assessment to see how balanced your life is, there is a link on the show notes also to go over to the website and take the assessment just 
because whatever we can't measure we can't improve or grow on and it's just good to know how balanced you really are so that you're able to move and make progress so that's all from me for this week and i look forward to seeing you over on facebook or the website take care